Welcome back to Radiotherapy. I'm your host, Calypso. And today I'm thinking, what's next? And feeling, I guess, disappointed. Not about, like, I don't know. I don't know how to say it, but I'm going to try. I'm disappointed in like where we are right now in America and it's not has nothing to do with like the election I think that's part of it obviously but I think it's more so like I'm somebody who believes that a lot of different things can happen to you um you can have all sorts of problems issues obstacles in your life but how you respond to them defines and shapes the person that you are And I think it's disappointing to me, and this has been going on for a while um, and stuff like that, but I am trying to like talk more about it because we are just in a weird place right now. But for most of the time, if you've listened to my show a lot throughout this whole entire process and stuff, I haven't really um, talked about these sort of things. So I'm starting to do it now because I feel like things are like, in some ways dying down in other ways rising up so it is what it is but i am so just disappointed in my fellow americans that we are so at a point where i know everybody thinks we're in a culture war and i've talked about it and, and in some ways i i do believe that that's the case but in others i'm just like we have we really lost the ability to talk to each other like that's the thing that I think is so scary or I find scary is that we've lost the ability to talk to each other and we are so obsessed with like generalizations because it's quick, fast and it's easy, you know, and I'm afraid that we're losing individualism and believing in individuals. Like no matter how you choose to identify yourself politically, racially, uh, all of those sorts of things that go into, you know, modern day identity politics type stuff. All of those things have their own sort of connotations that come with them. And stuff like that. But each person is an individual and you have to look at them as an individual. Um, I think it's I think it's dangerous to paint any group or any type of people in one light. I don't think that every person wants to, you know, burn America down, um, you know, just get wild in the streets and things like that. But I am concerned that people are really just at a point where they feel like okay with destruction of property, okay with physically attacking people that they disagree with. That, I think, is a fucking scary place to be, and I don't want to live in a place like that. And I know that we're better than that. I know that we are, and stuff like that. And I don't know who's, like, thinks this is a good idea, who's, like, ramping it up, who's being emboldened by the things that, like, other people are saying. I don't know any of that. All I'm saying is that I think it, I am very disappointed in my fellow Americans that we're incapable of having conversations we generalize so much that somebody having something on their car or wearing something is enough for you to decide every single 
inch of who they are. It's just so scary. I think the way we're policing people, the way that fear is being used to control us is very, it's very scary. And it's, and the scariest part is that there are so many people who are just so blind to what is happening, what is going on in the world. And I know everybody sees it differently, but I don't ever want, no matter what your political beliefs are, I hope that you believe in freedom. I hope that you believe in every person's right to exist, every person's right to have values, values that may differ from yours. And that's okay. As long as they're not trying to force you to believe what they believe. I disagree with people on a lot of a variety of topics. You know what I mean? Everybody does. But to me, it's like we can have those conversations. Right now, I feel like we don't even agree on the facts. I was talking to one of my friends. I said, you know, you have to get people, you guys all have to agree on the facts before you can debate the issue. And I think that that's really important and something that I hope people remember as they engage in conversations during this time is that you have to agree on the facts and then you can attack the issue. We have been in a state of just like, we've been in a standstill. And I hope that no matter what comes out of the time that we're living in right now, that we move forward, that something really gives, that something changes. Like we have a Congress that's doing stuff. We have an electorate that's politically engaged and stuff like that. Because we really are reaching a point where I don't know if I, I do think most Americans are moderate people that I mean, if you talking like if you went out and talked to them, you would find more things that they agree with than they don't uh, than they don't. But I think because of just how divisive things get put in mainstream media or whatever, that it's just like, okay, well, you identify with this side. And, and so like, this is how it is and all this kind of stuff. And I think it's very dangerous, dangerous. <clears throat> I think when you look at this election, I think you should be thinking, like, this is the way we're painting each other is dangerous. We're talking about like, some people being subhuman. And, and that's, that's both sides talking about like, you know, maybe we need to kill these people. You know what I mean? It's coming from both sides. I don't, I don't think it's blanket on, uh, it's only coming from one side. I think both, any person who is suggesting that has a problem, has a, I don't know, I would call it a mental problem, but because we should, like, that is regressive to me. We're going back to, like, talking about people's, like, going back into genetics and talking about how people are, you know, less human. And we're talking about like, just because they believe something, they're less human, or they're lacking in humanity, and stuff like that. I think that is way too far. I think the other thing too, to me is that we are not perfect. America is never going to be perfect. All we can do is strive to be better than we were yesterday. A belief in America to me is not a belief in perfection. It's not an agreement on everything that America has done and will do. I think to me, belief in America is, in a be- is the belief of optimism and, the- and believing in hope and believing that 
you know, every day you can wake up and do something different. You know, like you have that ability. All we can do is do our best in our personal lives. You know, we can't change the world, but we can make, as Dave Chappelle says, we can make our little corner, you know, something, you know, we can make it reflect us. And that's why I encourage participation in local politics, because that's where you're going to see the changes that you want to see. But we have to not allow fear to dictate our lives. And we have to talk to one another. You know what I mean? We also need people who are afraid. Like, I think it's scary that people are afraid to say what they feel or what they think. We will be governed by idiotic ideas if people who are, if people are stifled and unable to express what's going on in their mind. Because through rational, uh, cordial discourse, great ideas are formed. You're allowed to flush things out. You're allowed to look at things from multiple perspectives. You cannot just be like, okay, this is the way I see the world and that's it. Because that's not it. We can have strong beliefs and I can entertain, you know, like I should, but I should be able to entertain somebody else's belief system, look at it from another perspective, but we have to accept that there's no perfection. We're always going to be constantly striving to make things better. There's no way to make everybody's life perfect because everybody has their own ideas of what they need to be happy. You know what I mean? There's no, there's nothing that like some people might say a million dollars. If I had a million dollars, I would be happy. I could do blah, 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 whatever it is. You know what I mean? But you know, at some point, those sorts of things run out. I encourage you to value your time. Don't waste it on things that are not bringing joy into your life. That is the most valuable time that you have. So find things that you enjoy doing. Yes, we all have to work and that isn't the greatest all the time. But I think what you have to be thinking to me is I am working to live, not living to work. You know, those that to me is important is you know, making sure that you're using your time wisely. And yes, some of that time is spent doing things you don't want to do. There's a lot of things like clean your room and, uh, you know, clean the house, vacuum, all the stuff for a car, all this yard work, all of all these sorts of things that, you know, can take over your life. But we have to stick together. We have to interact with each other and things like that. Because if we don't, we're going we'll go down fast. We need to protect our freedoms. And once again, not allow fear to cause us to choose not to make any decisions in our life. It, it is easy for someone to tell you what it is that you need to do. It is easy for them to be like, okay, I need you to do this. I need you to do this. I need you to do this. This is the only way that you're allowed to do this thing. But it takes away your ability to be creative. It takes away your ability to formulate your own ideas and opinions about things. 
but it's easy. It's, it means that you don't ever have to take personal responsibility for any aspect of your life if you let somebody tell you what you're going to do and how you're going to do it. I personally would not enjoy that. I mean, granted, I, I agonize over decisions. I can sometimes, as my partner says, get paralyzed by making decisions because it's on me. Like if it works out, if it doesn't work out, like I realize like heavy is the head, you know, but I would prefer that to never having to make any decisions. And I think that's why it's so paralyzing to me because I do look at the world and the things that I do as things that don't just affect me. They affect my partner. They affect my family. They affect my, me personally on terms of how I view myself and whether or not I believe that I'm capable of things and stuff like that. So in every little thing that I think is informed by every little thing that I've experienced, all the different types of conversations that I've had about a given topic, all of those sorts of things, it's and when you're taking all of that information and you're synthesizing it and you're making decisions, sometimes it's hard to be like, yes or no, because so much in this world is full of gray. It's full of gray. It's like, I don't know how anybody can give hard yeses and hard nos to a lot of things because, you know, like simple things, maybe like, you know, in the moment, how I'm feeling about, you know, ice cream flavor, like I'm like, no, nah, I want I mean, I'm, chocolate's always my go-to, but you know, sometimes I like to switch it up, get some in chocolate chip. But those are questions that it's like, okay, even though you have all these choices, it's like, you know, what are you craving right in that moment? When you make decisions about life, it's like, you don't get a redo or I think I'll get back to this later. Sometimes the shit is happening right then and there and you have to make a choice. And that doesn't mean that you make the right choice, but you learn from the mistake, you pick up and you you know, you move on, you move forward. I understand being upset that the world isn't working the way that you want it to. And being tired to feel like you're constantly rolling a boulder uphill. And no matter what you do, you're never you feel like you're never going to be able to breathe. You know, like you're constantly sinking, you're constantly drowning. And in our society, it's not just about like, I understand people, it's like, it's not just about me. It's not just about my family. Obviously, it is. And that's like, number one, but it's like, I'm watching the world around me crumble. Crumble. You know, like, and I think this, you know, is one of those things that I think comes with age, I guess you, you know, you look at the world differently. Because you remember, like, when I was a kid, was it was it like this? You know, you're asking yourself, like, was this what it was? Was I like, completely oblivious and, and ignorant to it? Was I allowed to be ignorant to it? Um, have things gotten worse? I don't, I, you know, being older, I look at it that way. But I'm like, maybe it was always like this. And I never knew it or I never saw it or I never chose to see it and now I'm just being forced to look at it there are things or maybe it's just I'm bothered by it now like I'm annoyed by the fact that it's like persisting in our in our lives like these small annoyances or this like why can't we just get it together I'm just I understand the frustration because it does feel like we're fighting all these uphill battles 
and it's like, how do I make it better? How do I do things right? But I don't think that, I don't know. I, like I always say, I cannot support the going into the streets, stopping people from eating, beating people up for wearing certain things, requiring people to make meaningless acts towards you um, as a way to force them into submission or solidarity. I think it's, uh, it's, it's not right. And it's scary. And I'll do a whole entire thing about like, another whole thing about like, the election, because like my thoughts and all that kind of stuff, like, are obviously still developing and stuff. But right now, I'm very much like, what is next? Because we are really tearing each other apart. And for what, I wonder. You know what I mean? And what are you angry about? And I, and, and I, the responsibility thing, I think, is, is the hard part. I think it's really hard to take responsibility for where you are in life. There's only so long that you can blame your parents or the things that happened to you. Because once again, I'm somebody who really believes that it's not about the obstacles in your life. It's about how you respond to those obstacles. That is what shapes and defines you as a person. And nothing comes easy. Nothing worth having comes easy and stuff like that. And I get when you look out at the world because we all have our have different fields of choices. It may seem like somebody is walking a simpler road than you, or it seems easier, but because we all live different lives and I, you know, I can't assume everything about anybody's life. What we may see as like easy may be very difficult for them because, you know, we can acknowledge that we're all not starting in the same emotional place, financial place, whatever you want to call it. We're no, not even coming out of the womb are we all starting in the same place. Kids in the same home don't even start off at the same place because, you know, there are genetic factors. There is studies that show that, like, the firstborn tends to be smarter than the children born after. It's all these sorts of things that it's like we're not in control of everything. All we can do is our best to respond to, you know, the world around us and try to get to the point that we want to in life and make the sacrifices necessary to do that, you know, but nothing comes easy. And I think it's a shame to assume that just because somebody looks a certain way, has a certain job or whatever, that their life is somehow simpler because everybody has problems. Everybody has issues. I mean, you know, my stuff may like some stuff is more, I'll say, uh, more pertinent in the sense that it's like, okay, if I'm thinking about like, what am I about to have for dinner tonight? Because there's nothing in my fridge is entirely different than you complaining about, oh, like, I just went out to this restaurant and the chef like overcooked some shit. You know what I mean? Like, that's like, for them, for each person, like it's, it's, it might be a distressing situation and stuff like that. But one of them sounds silly because you're just like, okay, somebody's trying to figure out what they're going to have to eat because they have no food at home and potentially have no money. And you're talking to me about like, you're upset because some chef overcooked some fancy ass meat that I can't even afford. You know, like one of them sounds silly. And I understand that it sounds silly, but, but that's, that person's life 
and stuff. So we all have stressors and stuff like that. So I think we all have to recognize that we're all living our own individual lives and not be like, well, my life is harder than yours because suffering is suffering. Sin is sin. There isn't this like scale to me um, that we're looking at of like, oh, well, this happened to me. Well, this happened to me. So that was like way worse. Like, I think that that to me is just like, oh, come on. Come on. But I'm really worried about the state of individualism in our society today. I think we're too generalized. I don't know if that's from the media, like I said, or phones or people not spending time with each other or interacting, but we have to stop. We have to stop fighting each other because the real like shit is not with us. We are being divided by fear. That is what we're being divided by race, by class all those sorts of things. And I really, and to be honest, I do think the class issue is a much bigger issue to me than the race issue. Like class is the real thing because money affords you a lot. But all of those things, I say this to say is more so about the division that happens because of these things. Because society has been doing this for a long time we have we have di we're constantly dissecting 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 and there's nothing wrong with it but now we're like dividing 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 we've reached the point where we're you know I'm not saying we don't need to talk about all these things and and that they're not important but we're getting like to me this was like a defining moment where I was like okay division is happening people are trying to divide people they're finding all of these little things to be like, okay, separate, 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 separate. We're all about to be, it's, it's a, it's a whole thing, oil and water, you know, is when, and this isn't to say, I'm not saying that I disagree with it, but I, I do think that the, that it is, it's has long-term consequences. Language, language has long-term consequences. So Ice Cube was talking about, uh, the use of the word minority and like how we need to stop using it because sometimes it's really reductive to black people um, and stuff like that, which I definitely think is true. I think a lot of advancements that get thrown around talking about um, this was for black people or this was done for black people. There's a lot of other um, groups that got to, you know, just tag along for the ride. So I do um, agree with this, agree with it in theory, but I think that that use of that language in terms of like, we need to be talking about black people, which I totally think is right. But then once you like separate, once you're like, okay, we need to stop it, the term minority makes it reductive. It's like, I agree with it, but I also think that given the time that we're living in right now, it's just creating more division, and, and I think it's going to be long-term, create more division. Um, I want to go more into that in my whole, more of my talk about the election. But I think that we are definitely being divided and t being taught to fear each other. And I think that that's a dangerous place to be in. So just keep believing in the individual and look at every person as if you met them for the first time because you don't know anything about them. And 
all the stereotypes based on clothes or whatever. I mean, I think you have to like look beyond that, look at the person personality, how they treat other people, you know, like really into that whole content of your character kind of thing. Because if we lose our ability to see each other as individuals, it is going to be the end. Um, I encourage once still to read, educate yourself, because that is something that can never be taken from us. Um, and I think just keep the faith, like we are going to get out of quarantine at some point and, you know, go back to whatever is after this, you know, like some remnants of normal and stuff. But we have like a lot of things to face in that, you know, with suicides, just deaths from COVID to addiction issues, all of these sorts of things we're going to have to face. We're going to have to face like people like our homelessness problem, all of these sorts of things. The chickens are coming home to roost. And I think too... Um, one thing that I do agree with, like I said, America means hope and all these sorts of things to me, but what you do to others comes to you in some way and stuff like that. And I can understand people being upset and feeling like, well, I didn't take part in this. So why, why do I have to then take part in the solution or why do I, why am I the one receiving the consequences, which is a hundred percent fair and stuff like that. I can understand being upset and, you know, being like, well, you did this stuff. I don't even believe in it. I've never believed in it. All that kind of stuff. Totally fair. But the fact is that in order for us to move on and be in a better place, we have to make a choice. We have to be a part of the solution because not being a part of the, the solution does nothing. It's just like the same thing with the whole voting thing. If you don't vote, you don't ha really have the right to complain because you didn't even take the time to participate. You know, like I hate to be like that, but you didn't take the time to participate. So I think in this, I just encourage people to engage and participate in life get the get educated and that doesn't mean you know like go to every single ivy league school but i just mean read you know read talk to people um don't be afraid of expressing yourself and your ideas because as soon as we're to the point where we're like stifling ourselves and the assaults on free speech are coming i really do think that now like I didn't before and I really hope that I'm wrong you know and I think part of it is you know it's like um the more you like engage within certain stuff the more like low-key paranoid you get about it you're like mm, is that what's happening is this real like what's up here but I think it's telling when somebody puts somebody who openly um has said they want to basically revise the First Amendment and different things like that as somebody that they're choosing to engage and allow being be allowed to be a part of the political process. I think that to me is just like, whoa. And that's just because I'm a big proponent of free speech. But 
Yeah. I don't know. Anyways, I just needed to get that off my chest. I'm starting to do more of these, like, post them when I'm actually doing them as opposed to what I usually do, just because I want to give you guys more of my thoughts um, in the more initial, like, babying sort of phase and just, you know, as things are happening now and as I'm reflecting, just because we have until December 14th before, like, everything with the election is finalized. And so um, by then I hope to, you know, have everything out before everything gets finalized. And then I will just do like a final one to kind of talk about, you know, where we are a few weeks after that. Anyways, have a great day.